Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hey. We've entered the comic talk zone, the comic bone zone. Bone zone uh, part three. Bone zone part three. It's uh, talk comics to me. I'm, I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. Finger guns. Yeah. Nice. Um, I don't think I've so- ever used them, so I decided to pull them out this time. You should use them more often. <laughs> Make them part of your, uh, part of the bit. My signature. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're here to talk about comic books. You know, every week we try to do it. We do a pretty good job. Yeah. I think we do a really good job. Yeah, we're great. Uh, Heather, go ahead. Talk talk about some comic books. Okay. Um, I have this one first. This is um, Kloss. This is a Grant Morrison and Dan Mora book. Um, I don't know. This came out in like 2016 something like that uh so it's an old old book but the hardcover uh, is very nice so I decided to get it um if you don't know what this is about it's about how Santa Claus came to become Santa Claus but it's a Grant Morrison story so <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I've I've read this before I have the trade for it but I just thought mm-hmm. this looked so much nicer so that's why I ordered it couldn't help myself I love Dan Mora yeah it does look nice I do agree the only thing that kind of stinks about it is like the the gold here. When you like flip through it, it gives you like glitter. Oh, interesting. On your hands, and it like even when you look at it, it's not just like just straight gold. There is actually like glitter on it, which I don't understand. But like my hands, like you do that, I don't know if you can see, but I'm just like covered. I I can kind of see, but it's very frustrating. And I just noticed that like when I brought it up here a little bit ago, I was like, what is on my hands? (laughs) It's glitter. Oh, good. Okay. That's all I got right now. Uh, Okay. So I have one that I read off the wall. This is Archie versus the world. Just looked really cute. Uh, It was just really silly. Just a post-apocalyptic Archie story where Archie wants to be the hero. Reggie is the bad guy. They get in a fight for the, I don't know. Like, just because Archie has to be a dude. (laughs) And he has to choose, like, to go with either Betty or Veronica. And I think maybe Cheryl. It's weird. (laughs) And he chooses to go off on his own. Well, with with Jughead, but... That makes sense to me. Anyway, it looks like the art is really, like, fantastic in it. Let me try to find a... In my personal opinion, at least, I think it looks really cool and silly and at points, but. Oh, yeah, that does look really cool. Can you show me a good one of Archie where you can see his hair? Oh, where you can see his hair? It Well, it's like the cover is what he looks like. This here, this is the best, this best one. Oh, okay. He's too yeah. square. <laughs> I feel like because it, it's like fits the story and the way it's supposed to be told anyway it was fun yeah cute cute little cute little one shot uh and then next i have sins of sinister i won't talk about this too much because i know heather hasn't read it um but i really 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 fucking liked this this was great um so kieran gillen does the writing uh lucas wernick does the art and then there's like pages of it who that are done by like different artists um but basically sinister is pulling trying to pull off his like one of his plans and it's kind of working 
his big heist his his big heist of the the whole entire world nothing small for this man yeah not not at all this is like super extravagant i just like i love the beats in this quite a bit i think it was like a really interesting way to tell the story i think just like my biggest complaint is the fact that like the accident happened in the middle of it so everything is like so staccato with this story and i think it would have really like been much better before the axe event because it feels like so weird with such like an event that was so like giant for us to come back to this and it's also like very like extravagant in its own way Mm -hmm. uh I don't know I also feel like some parts of it would have just like flowed better but that's I think my like one complaint about it is like I really liked it but I think I would have really liked it even more if it had been like more connected with the beginning of Immortal where we were like getting those like pieces and those like beats. Right. Um, Do you think um, Magneto being there would have made a difference either way? No. Okay. I just think because he's, he's, you know, like a big person in this whole thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Even though Magneto and Professor X are like such large parts of it, like even then they still like play such a like back see role of like watching everything and controlling everything mm-hmm. and in this like I don't know you get a lot of like storm stuff like you just I don't know you just get a lot of like interesting like interesting ways of like how sinister like weasels his way into everybody okay he is a weasel I, too, yeah so. he is a weasel and I, I'm sure it would have been different with like Magneto there to be honest but see I was thinking about that but I'm I am gonna read it, but it was just like a thought that was in my head. Like is it also it feels in place now because Magneto is no longer there and he can get away with that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like the way that like Sinister went about his plan, he probably could have like also included Magneto in it where he was able to like con- get control of him too. Right. Okay. So cool. Personal just, opinion, but I don't know. Yeah, I was I was just curious. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> uh okay you ready okay yeah oh yeah yeah. uh this is batman one bad day this is catwoman this is by g willow wilson and jamie mckelvey uh does the art this is just catwoman doing a heist for a family heirloom that she feels has like connection to her and her family which it does but her sister is very much like you know people over things yeah everybody like catwoman looks hot as hell in this yeah what the hell this art is so good yeah the art is great the story is like really fun too it's like not not i don't know if, yeah fun uh because you kind of see catwoman be putting being put in her place by this mm-hmm. other character and you also see her like learning more about like her history as like like a kid and like the things that like really happened I thought you were going to say her history as a cat. (laughs) Her history as a cat. Um, Yeah, I I really like this one. Not necessarily my favorite, but high up on the list. The art art is so great. Colors are wonderful, too. Yeah, it looks really good. I can't wait to finish it. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's all I'll say so I don't ruin it. Okay. Next we have Detective. This is issue 1068. Um, 
And it's just, um, I was a bit confused. Maybe you can clear this up for me because uh, this book is uh, for me a little dense, like, mm-hmm. especially with the way that like the previous issues have gone. Um, I keep getting mixed up because the end, like the second story that was in it, that was the Harvey Dent story, correct? Yeah. And now they're merged. Yeah. Okay. That was my confusion. Cause I was like, the way that it's narrated through Harvey in this one was exactly how it was in the second story in the previous issues. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would, I was just making sure I was understanding that correctly. Yeah, no, they, they, yeah, no, it's just like that's backup story just became also part of like, we just saw like the behind the scenes of like what Harvey was going through in that backup story. And then now it's like come to fruition, like that, you know, two faces really here and also the whole like backup story he was also still asking like who batman was to get like his identity um Mm -hmm. i don't know i really really like this issue quite a bit yeah it was really it was good that was like the only thing that i was confused about because Mm -hmm. i couldn't remember if that was like the backstory or if it was part of the regular story before but yeah no i i really liked how uh it came to completion wait what was the word that you used fruition uh I like how they finally came together to tell the story yeah and like also the backup story is part pieces of the backup story are in your like front story and Mm -hmm. I I really like I really like the interconnection between those like the stories and how it's being told um and also like think I think it helps if you read read uh what the hell is the name of that book? Arkham City, the one I read like just a while ago back. Hold on. I know what you're talking about, but I can't even think of what it's called. Arkham City, the Order of the World. There we go. Remember, I kept trying to say Order of the New Worlds. Yes. That book. I think it helps because the like the angel character is from that though like the backup story okay this this began does go over all that's those pieces too a little bit I think you kind of get you're a little more like familiar with like because like Dr. Joy was in that too so there's a lot of like connections Mm -hmm. not like necessary but it it does help I think right it would make things a little bit clearer yeah maybe you're just like you're like okay I kind of kind of more like understand who this boy is not really but mm-hmm. kind of okay and that was only like six issues right yeah yeah okay okay would you like me to go go ahead yes okay um I do have two I forgot okay. that I put two second yes. so um first I have Dragon Age mm-hmm. the missing this is uh, issue number one. This, you know, I just, I love my Dragon Age stories. This one uh, yep. takes place directly after uh, the game Inquisition. Um, Varric and Scout Harding, if you played Inquisition, you know who these characters are. Uh, they are on a mission <laughs> in the Deep Roads to try to find Solace. So uh, it basically is taking place in between the Inquisition and then the new game that is not out yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do like these stories a lot. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, but the only issue I have, and it's such a dumb issue, is the fact that the covers are always done by Sashin Tang, and that one's not. 
<laughs> the other series, he's done the covers, but this uh, one is not. So I was a little peeved about it because I was like, funny. how are they going to have one series that doesn't have his cover? That's it. That's all it's, I but. It's funny when that came in. I Well, when I saw it on the invoice, I was like, oh, that's probably for Heather. And I said it out loud to Haley, like when we were checking in books, I was like, oh, that's Heather's. I was like, I know that's Heather's. <laughs> She's like, what? And I was like, yeah, Heather loves Dragon Age. I, I don't like, know. Heather loves Dragon Age. It's so strange. Like when I tried, because Julian mentioned, he was like, yeah, I started, do you know Dragon Age? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Inquisition. And I was like, oh, let me tell you everything about it that I love. And it turned into this whole thing where he was like, I'm not very far in it. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, sorry, my bad. Yeah. I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Okay, go ahead and talk about your next book. Okay, so I have this. Yeah, I didn't read that. Um, no, it's good. It's good that you didn't, um, because this this one kind of puts like a weird. I like I felt weird while reading mm. this one. Like, okay. it, I felt uncomfortable. To a like, are you looking for the police in your home? That's how it felt. It was so weird. It's like, you know, the same as it's always been the domino is like very self-destructive and she's trying she wants someone to kill her and all that but then there's all this other stuff going on and in this issue you you meet the man who essentially took her from her normal life and made her into who she is Mm -hmm. there's like a feast on humans there's like a murder of two young like i i'm gonna call them children because they're younger than me and they look like children mm-hmm. murder of them and then there's a lot of banging and blood and it's like <laughs> it made me feel weird because it kind of felt like it was glorifying this lifestyle okay um and the the note in the back the author's note really does explain a lot about you know the research that went behind this but it, mm-hmm. it's still just like it's just it's uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable because I'm like where is the line of it like telling the dangers of this kind of like world and this stuff that actually does happen and then like at what point is it you glorifying it yeah like where yeah where is the line and yeah and if somebody's like going at this like who enjoys this sort of thing like will they just like not even think about those things yeah, it's it's very weird because you I there's not one character in here where you're like, oh, they're being forced into this. Like this is terrible. No, these are all decisions that these people are making and we're still like following them to like feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just very strange. I will say of course like the art and the colors in this are absolutely incredible, but it's like the story is like how much more can I read? Yeah. I feel like I did like a deep dive on YouTube and ended up in like the weird stuff that does not belong on the internet. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like you're just like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. And I, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me, especially when it's like in this form where I'm like, okay, this isn't real. You know, like Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not like, but it's still just like, why does it exist? (laughs) Why is it here? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, I guess it's my turn. 
I have Human Target. This is issue number 11. This is a book by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. Uh, Christopher Chance. Somehow I could not remember the name Christopher Chance for the life of me. This whole basically 11 issues I've talked about this book. Uh, that's the I Human Target's name. I don't think I've name. ever once heard you say his name because that name does not sound familiar to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, when it, I think it was like in this issue where I read it and I was, first of all, if anybody, I, nobody, I mean, there's people who listen who probably know me. I know so many Christophers or Chris's and I, like I have at least five close friends where their name is some form of Christopher, including my fucking partner that I've been with for fucking eight years. I could not remember the name Christopher. Anyway, Christopher Chance, the human target has been poisoned when he was posing as Lex Lex Luthor. He had 12 days to live. He's been trying to find his who killed him, basically. Uh, he's been working with Ice to figure, this woman named Ice to figure it out. They've been kind of going through like different members of uh, the JLA. And in this one, everything comes to, or the last one and part of this one, like everything has come together where he finds out who has killed him. And I don't know. I really, really like, I like this issue. I like, I don't know. I really like this book. I think it's a really interesting story. Surprising, not surprisingly, but the way it's told is really intriguing. And I like the twists and turns of it. I like, I think I like the art a lot. So that's par part of the reason I've been like really drawn into it. But I don't know. This was one of those ones where you have a pretty good idea of who the killer is all along. Then you have a lot of like red herrings thrown at you to like distract you from that fact. And that's, <clears throat> excuse me, a whole part of this book as well. Uh, so I don't know. It's just, it was really good. It's well told. I'm curious to see what happens in issue number 12. Was it who you thought it was? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it was, was still it... like an interesting reveal. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And the way this, like, ended, too, you're just kind of just, like, you know, the stakes have been really high this whole time. And, you know, his life has been on the line and he's been out for revenge. And this is, like, all of this is, like, everything has been leading up to this moment that he is in. And it is, like, very extreme. Cool. I love but, that. That cover yeah. is really good. Yeah. It's a Michael Jannon. Oh, you know we love that man yeah uh and very yeah good. it says christopher chance on the cover too so oh yeah it does very good anyway uh next i have Sabretooth and the exiles this is issue number three uh i wasn't sure if you were still reading that yeah yeah i i've just been getting like the alternate alternative covers and special ordering them but lots of stuff has been happening so i don't have a lot to say about it it's just a really good book continues to be incredibly interesting and I feel like it's saying a lot. Boom. Boom. Let's Got see. it. Okay. Heather, you Ready? talk about, yeah. Okay. We have Creep Show. Uh, this is issue number five. This is the last one, right? Yeah. For this season, it sounds like they're going to do another one. Okay. Um, At least like the way it read on the back. In the yeah. That's what I was wondering because in the front, it even says volume one. Okay um number five so i i had assumed that there was going to be more but i don't know 
it also just looks cool with it like mm-hmm. that <laughs> um but yeah creep show is a horror anthology there's two stories in each issue the first story is called thirst trap and it's just about a guy and his phone um it's a little more than that but that's yeah you know the basis of it i would say um a cursed phone <laughs> yeah a cursed phone is the best way to describe it for sure um and then the second one is called husk and it's about um a debut how do you say that word a debutante yeah debutante ball, ball where this girl is you know being t- trained to enter it i don't i don't know anything about this sort of thing to be the top-notch debutante yeah to be the number one the texas debutante um but basically she is not who she's supposed to be yeah that 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 one was like probably my favorite one it was it was a lot of fun i wasn't like looking at it at first I was like I don't really know if I like that art but then like as I read the story I was like yeah no I like the art it's really cool with the story like, yeah no the art is so good with the story that was like yeah also another part I really enjoyed the first like the first story was like interesting and I did like the way it was told it's just like definitely was not as good as that second one yeah there's always like one that is just very clearly better than the mm-hmm. other which I think is like really cool because they're always both like fun and entertaining but mm-hmm. one is always just like way better and these two kind of like I feel like fit together as well like story-wise like mm-hmm. they both kind of have the same themes going on kind of yeah it was it's good uh I I hope they uh do continue with it because it's fun yeah I was saying, I had fun it was so much fun Okay, next we have The Witcher, The Ballad of the Two Wolves. This is number two of four. Um, Geralt and Dandelion are just doing their investigation to figure out more about the the werewolf that is causing trouble and the three witches that are also causing trouble. Yeah, there's lots of, in this one, just lots of people saying, like, it's like a he he said, she said situation and, like, also town said. Yeah. It's very much like he does not know who he's supposed to believe because they're all telling, like, pretty believable stories. I was like, their version of the truth, basically. Yeah. Um, I do want to show my favorite page in it. Just, yes. That one Mm -hmm. killed me. I just thought that was very good. Uh, The art in the story is a lot of fun. And I do like these uh, Witcher stories quite a bit. They're so much fun. I go? Okay. Yeah, you go. Okay, uh, I have one left. Uh, this is Phantasmagoria. This is issue number four. I think there's only one left. Um, yeah, this book is uh, still very confusing to me. Okay. Um, and I think it is and I because I just can't tell exactly who is who. Yeah. But basically a, a man is just investigating um, possessions and demons and stuff. And then there's other people who are trying to find him for other reasons. So it seems like it is coming to an end. I do like there's one character I can never remember her name, so don't ask me. But she's really cool. <laughs> I like her a lot. All right, all right. That's all I got about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So then I have uh, that Texas blood. This is volume three. I'm going to be good, and I'm going to just get this in trade. Uh, this particular. Uh, book follows uh sheriff his name is joe bob each story arc is separate so you can kind of just like 
pick up wherever uh because they're just like kind of like the first one is a story of two brothers the second one is about a cult they're just like his interactions with them this story is about a serial killer who comes to their town uh during a blizzard and i don't know i just really really like i like the tone like that this book sets a lot i really i don't know i was really into like the snow aspects of this like particular issue a lot yeah that looks really good and i like the way the serial killer looked too it was pretty pretty interesting um but yeah i guess yeah it was really eerie and I don't know, the art is just really good. The story is really, like, intriguing. It's really hard for me to not want to grab it in single issues, but I just, I feel like. Since you know, already got that much in trade. Yeah, and also it's just, like, there's no need for me. I'm out of focus. Sorry, whoever is watching. Um, I feel like it's one of those things where I just, it it's kind of better read in trade, like, this would be one of those books where like especially like this story arc is really like gets really tense so you just like want to know what happens next because I've been like I said to you I've been reading a lot for school Mm -hmm. so it's like today I like picked up this book and I was like okay I'll read like a couple issues and then I'll put it down and like read some for school and like read a little bit more and when I had to like put it down I was like no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I just like blew through the end of it when I picked it up again. So it was just, it's really well done. It like definitely draws you in enough where you kind of don't want to stop. Good. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that. Yeah. It's good stuff. I definitely suggest it. Especially if like you're into, I guess, kind of like weird crime stuff. Julian, one of our coworkers, uh, for everybody listening, he like compared the second story arc to like, true detective which i had heard somebody else talk about before and i can i definitely mm-hmm. see that like connection for sure so yeah he said what was the first one was like walking tall <laughs> something like when he was trying to explain it to me yesterday i think that was the movie he said and i for some reason thought he said paul walker <laughs> and i was like i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'm walking tall, like, is that the one with, uh, what, Sean William Scott and The Rock? I think so, yeah. Is that, is that? Because that might have been, yeah, Sean William Scott, yeah, from American Pie Stifler. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did I pull that yeah. dude's name out of? <laughs> I, I don't think that's right, but. All right, let me do a little research here. I no, I do think you're right. I know he has he oh, has a three name like a three combination name though, and they're all like first names. I forgot we were looking up Sue Grafton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's got Dwayne Johnson. It has Johnny Knoxville. No, he's not in here at all. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, what is but it it Sean? feels like the same. There, I feel feel like there is a movie with the dude who plays Stifler that is similar to that, but I don't know what it is. And anyway, just l- tell me his name. It is Sean William Scott. Is you're it? right. I just didn't believe in myself. No, you're right. Uh, and there, I don't. There, you know, but it's the just rundown. because. Oh, the rundown. That is what I'm thinking. The rundown. Of. Is does that That's also the have one the rock, rock in it? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's why we were getting confused. It was getting my early aughts, like, 
action films with, that are basically the same with The Rock confused. Well, because the... I, I was like, I can't... There we go. The okay. covers are all very similar. Anyway, yeah, Sean William Scott. <laughs> this is just like, thank God I watched American Pie so many times as a kid. Uh, mine was uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. That was that was mine with him. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Saga. Talking about Sean William this... Scott. <laughs> Sorry, this Saga, is issue yes. numbers. <laughs> this is issue uh, 61. This is back from um, another break. Um, I don't know what to say about this book that we haven't already. Um, it's it's just following Hazel. And uh, I forget what the, the brother's name is. Prince Robot's son. Squire. Squire, yeah. Wire, that is him. And you get some like nightmares, you get some ideas of where they are after their tree is burnt down. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I don't know about the ending of this like issue. I I yeah, I really don't I still know how I feel about this book after its hiatus and coming back. Even now I was like hoping that I would enjoy it. And there were beats of the story I kind of felt like I enjoyed but at the same time when I like thought about it as a whole I didn't really want to read it <laughs> I did like the the beginning where you get to see like baby Marco and you can see like what kind of a, a kid he was I guess mm -hmm. when he was yeah. younger. I thought that was really neat I like the the reintroduction of uh Petricor yeah even though it was just like a very vague thing and then there was something else. Oh, the whole the robot interaction. I thought that was really yeah, funny too yeah. because of the prince. <laughs> but yeah, there's things about it that I do still enjoy. But overall, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the story anymore. Yeah, it's like, I don't. I guess I don't know what the end game is. I guess I never knew what the end game was, but before it felt more like, I guess, linear. Mm -hmm. And in here, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what you're, how you're going to end. Like, what are we doing now? Mm -hmm. Because before there were like all these stakes and stuff and they're, they're still there, you know, they're yeah. still dealing with all that kind of stuff. But before it was more like apparent of like where the story was going like the direction that we were heading and now it's just like a bit stagnant I guess yeah yeah it yeah, doesn't feel it... like it's moving even though things are going I suppose that like that is also to be said with them being like laying low as well mm -hmm. so that's I don't know. true we'll see we'll see we'll see we're still working on it we still got like what 39 issues left yeah, we'll we'll do this. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, next. All right. so, okay, so next we have Hitomi. This is issue number four. Uh, this ends in one issue, but this follows Hitomi, who has been training with Yasuke after she's decided that she is basically training to try to kill him. 
and in here they've been separated she has decided to go off to war he's kind of just like smoking opium and chilling just doing his thing uh but he hears of like her plans and the war and decides he needs to go after her uh, i don't know i really like this story i love the art quite a bit i like the uh opening page with like his face yeah, and the it's boat i was very, kind of like good. go ahead uh, i was just gonna continue with that like just his whole origin i guess mm -hmm. i don't know what to his backstory i like the way that it is drawn out and how the story is told yeah i it seems it's like a, they it's a really good book yeah it seems like they might do more the way the uh last little bit read mm -hmm. or i think i think the next hitomi's first journey concludes in this heart pounding finale so that, that's about the next issue so i just feel like it sounds like there might be more which will be nice but I don't know. I just really like it. I really like the, I like this issue because she seems like so like, she's really not thinking it through. She's very much like, you can see how young she is and how like, she's not thinking that this basically being in the bringer of death will have any effect on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's at that age where she's invincible. Mm-hmm. She's allowed to make dumb decisions. <laughs> True, true. Okay, you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Okay, we got Behold this the is... Oh, go ahead. It's issue number three. <laughs> Man. <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great this time. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, this issue okay, oh, so... oh, God. <laughs> go you go i'm stopping i was just gonna talk about it go um you get background on what exactly is happening in this story um like who what is his name ren the boys or the man's name yeah grayson ren is the little girl, girl. Okay. okay yes that's what it is mr grayson <laughs> um you figure out like what his role in this is and the little girl Ren who had been having issues in the former two issues um and then yeah it just it it explains what the 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 two worlds that we've been seeing like what they are and how they mm -hmm. take place in the story sorry my cats are growling at each other uh yeah no I just I like this issue because it does like bring everything together finally it's just mm -hmm. like i've been i've been waiting for like i like the last two issues but the way like they're broken up was like just like i just need a little bit more information and this definitely gave you all of the rest of the information i felt like you kind of needed for the book at this point um i do want to say like this spread that nick rubbles did gorgeous mm -hmm. looks wonderful um, oh good I, I like the stakes of the story itself um yeah it's really like besides being like well drawn it's just like a really interesting story yeah and I do have to say um I I feel like the way that they did this like the reveal and stuff like I like how they did it 
Mm -hmm. um because then it makes sense like obviously why the last two issues were pretty confusing as yeah. to, like what was going on I like the way that it like yeah all ties together, together. in this one because now we know like what he is and like what he's doing and what she and is and stuff and it's I really like it it reminded me a bit of um there was a valiant book that I read like a few years ago that had like a similar kind of vibe mm-hmm especially with like the relationships of the characters and stuff that's what it like reminded me of and I really like that story so I thought this was really cool mm -hmm. okay I'm I'm never gonna get back in focus so I think that's all we've got <laughs> thank god that's all we've got that's all we've got even though there's still plenty more comics on the shelf look at that butt <laughs> It won't focus me. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening or watching whatever you're doing. We uh, we appreciate your support and love. Uh, go you're support focused. your local. I'm focused. Uh, go support your local comic book shops. Go take care of your friends. Take care of people you don't know. Do good things. Heather, what you got? I didn't have anything planned today. Okay. I don't. I don't have anything to say. Maybe Just next be weekend I'll think of yeah. something. Just be good. Just, just be a good be, person. Yeah, just be a good person. That's all I can ask of you. Uh, and we'll we'll see you next time. We'll see you on the flippity flip. <laughs>